Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 34th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we chose to make these little root beer float things. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's, there's a couple of different names for them, but it's basically like a, uh, a, a root beer cream drink. It's got, uh, what was it? It was like um, root beer cream... Uh, rum soda or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's got uh, two parts dark spiced rum. Um, and what else? Irish cream. Irish, yeah, Irish cream <laughs> and root beer. Yeah. Um, and it was weird when we made it. We poured it. You may hear us like stirring it if you're listening or see it when, if you're watching. It looks like a root beer float. Yeah. Um, tastes awesome. Oh my it? gosh, it's so good. good. Well, and I don't know wow. if the straw is going to be necessary a bad thing because we're probably gonna suck it down oh i know yeah than usual but yeah wow that is really freaking good it tastes like just an alcoholic root beer float Mm -hmm. i bet you could do this over ice cream yeah and i bet it would taste awesome yeah if you did it over ice cream Mm -hmm. yeah so um this week we are going to be talking about toxic couples to avoid uh we came up with a list for, um, a, we came up with 10 of them, mm-hmm. 10 toxic couples to avoid, and we really just wanted to talk about it. But first, before yeah, we go, I was say, sorry, skipped over it. Before we go forward with that, um, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yes. So thank you, Internet World and friends of Facebook, for continually to, continuing to share dumbass relationship posts. Um, this one is, you know, once again, it's, I'll read it and then we can make fun of it. Um, but this one says, you always hurt the one you love, the one you should not hurt at all. You always take the sweetest rose and crush it till the petals fall. You always break the kindest heart with a hasty word you can't recall. So if I broke your heart last night, it's because I love you most of all. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. But it rhymes. Does that mean it's sweet? <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not sweet. That's awful. It's absolutely stupid. I, I think that, once again, it's, it's one of those things that, it's kind of an example of how we hear people interpret relationships. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's it actually, if you know what it reminds me of, it reminds me of, of a parent spanking the shit out of you, telling you, I'm just doing this because I love you. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and and I will say, admittedly, I never said that to my own child. And every time I spanked him, mm-hmm. it was not out of love at all. It's because he did something wrong or pissed me off and deserved a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't something done out of love. Yeah. But it reminds me of that same type of concept. Like yeah. I'm doing something that's hurting you because I care so much about you. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, when you really and and to. to you know, remove the kid stuff out of there. But in relationships, mm-hmm. you definitely don't act that way. Well, you know, I and I think that the what the problem is is that far too many people do act that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that I mean, I I think I grew up like that. I think I grew up with my family, my me like me and my dad bickering and mm-hmm. and fighting and stuff and. You know, oh well, you know, it's it's just because you love each other. You know, we love each other so much that we that fight. We fight. Yeah. And it's like when when I grew up, I realized that's so freaking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. Yeah. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to fight to tell somebody that you love them. Right. Well, and and you shouldn't use it as as some kind of measure of how much you love somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I love you so much, I broke your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not. That's not how this works. So, mm-hmm. as always, thank you. Keep the dumbass post coming. <laughs> we'll talk about another one next week. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so again, um, like I just said a little bit ago, we're going to be talking about ten toxic couples to avoid. We were going to do a different topic because mm-hmm. we said last week that because mm-hmm. I asked like, are we doing the cheating? Oh, I know. And we we had planned about this before 
Christmas, uh-huh. we had talked about wanting to do an episode on cheating, and and initially, even when we when we decided to do the podcast, this was one of those that when we sat down and looked at you know what can we talk about for the first fifty episodes, mm-hmm. we got to do one on cheating, and our our thought process at the time when we spoke about it was, well, let's find a couple that has been through that, yeah, um, and oddly enough, shocker, a lot of couples that have been cheated on are are cheating don't really want to come out and talk about it yeah. on a f- public forum like this, which I understand. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were still we so we were like okay, we kind of redesigned how we wanted to talk about it, and then and then we had you know a cheating incident happen close to home. Yeah, not our home, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but then we just thought, well, maybe this will be ill timed if we yeah to do that if we talk about it yeah. right now because we didn't want anybody to think we were. You know, we're doing this because of what happened to you. Uh-huh. Um, so we're gonna hold off on that mm-hmm. for a little bit, and then, and then we'll do it. Um, so yeah, but that's kind of where we can. I just wanted to clarify because we we talked about it last I know, week, we did. so people we may did. be thinking, yeah, I know. Oh, I thought they were gonna talk about cheating. Uh huh. That's true. Yeah, and we'll get there. We will. We'll just, oh, we're just gonna wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first couple that you should avoid. Um, well, I guess maybe just kind of well, like I mean, to, yeah, a little context behind. Yeah, it. I mean, it was. When we decided we needed to shift gears a little bit, it was, you know, let's let's talk about something we really hadn't thought about. And uh, we, we've mentioned on here multiple times how happy we are with our our current, I guess, circle of friends, mm-hmm. of married friends that we hang out with. Um, and, you know, we, we're big, you know, of course, we probably mentioned every episode about reflection and self-reflection and things like that. But looking back at other couples that we've known or associated with or just stories we've heard from current friends or friends of friends or whatever it is, we we really kind of want to look at, I think initially it was just the thought process of how do other couples affect your relationship? Mm-hmm. What, what do other, because we've talked about friends, we've talked about, you know, a girl and her, her girlfriend who can be toxic yeah. or that bitchy person or whatever it is in those other, those other episodes we've talked about, but it was like, okay, well, you know, we do, we do, a handful of stuff with other couples and, yeah. and what what type of couples are introduced into what type of mixes that can cause positive and negative mm-hmm. and so we were initially going to kind of come up with a few you know here, here's couples to avoid and here's couples to out to seek out and we yeah. were like well there's there's, there's a, a lot. whole lot to avoid uh-huh. <laughs> that are toxic a lot to avoid and we think that it would be a good opportunity for us to do a like a two-part mm-hmm. type series with this one and give you the the couples to avoid this episode, and then another episode do, you yeah. know, couples that you should be friends with. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that's I guess that's that's perfect. You summed it up perfectly. How we why we wanted to kind of go ahead and do this. Um, but the first couple that we wanted to talk about is the bickering couple. Mm-hmm. This couple, I mean, they're, I mean. Always bickering. They're they constantly... Sh- they show up to the party irritated, irritated <laughs> and halfway in a fight mm-hmm. because somebody took too long. Somebody messed up the food they were bringing. Somebody forgot to grab whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them usually will dart right over to, you know, the, the woman will come in and dart right over to another girl and start complaining about, about the what, what her dumbass husband did today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're always fighting. Uh-huh. And it it makes it very uncomfortable yeah. for everyone else around because you're just kind of like, Haha, are they joking? Are they serious? And, yeah. And then that kind of tends to blur into the, well, that's just how they are. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you, you should remove that type of just overall negative impact of a relationship. I know. Um, yeah, definitely. I know. Well... I specifically remember growing up and one of my aunts, her and her husband, would bicker all the time. And Mm -hmm. people would always go over to their house Mm -hmm. all the time. (laughs) And they would always see them fighting. And we would always see them fighting. Right. And, I mean, thankfully now they're divorced and... Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have been together. Yeah, shouldn't have been together in the first place. But I just remember even as a kid feeling so very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And 
And and even almost feeling sorry for for my uncle. He was getting yelled at. Yeah, for getting yelled at. And then, but I mean, later on, you know, you grow up and you realize, oh, okay, he was probably a dumbass. Well, so let me ask you this then. Do you think that if you had stayed with your ex, that's how you would have been? Yeah, I do. Because he had a lot of the same problems. Yes, that well, your and, ex did. and that, and that she, her life with him <laughs> gave you a good glimpse of what the future yes, could be. Yes, is what I looked at, mm-hmm. is literally what I looked at. When before I left my or yeah before I left him mm-hmm. because I was like I don't want my life to be yeah. like that and that was that was the example for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and thankfully I was like I don't want I don't want that example and I want something better for myself right instead of falling into you know something that you know generations do after the other after the mm-hmm. other. The, and, and part and one of these was you know when we, when we talk about these ten is, is really trying to to look at well because I think we initially when we started trying to kind of come up with the list it was like well is that toxic or is it annoying mm-hmm. yeah. and so we we took we took a good handful of couples out because it was just well that's not toxic mm. it's just annoying yeah like how does that how does that negatively yeah how affect? could it negative yeah and and with when it comes to the bickering couple the problems you run into is and you'll see this with a lot of these and so i don't want to just be so generic with all of them but misery loves company mm-hmm. and when you see a couple that's unhappy and they're fighting all the time that's when you start kind of getting the you know that maybe the 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 woman will say things like oh well if my husband did that I'd do this or I'd do that or mm-hmm. trying to tell you how to react to a situation where she's re- she's she would react to that situation based on the fact that she's always reacting because there's always something wrong yeah and so because when, of the person that she's with yeah uh-huh. and 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 so that leads into very bad advice because they will give their knee jerk reaction advice based on the fact that their husband or their partner continually makes mistakes and mm-hmm. they're always yelling at him for whatever. Well, just cause your husband doesn't always make mistakes and then he forgets to, you know, whatever, put the toilet seat, put down. the toilet seat down does not mean <laughs> you should go off and yell and scream at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that that, that's one of the things that you run into with that is, is that that negativity breeds negativity. And, and, uh, like I said, misery loves company and they, they really, they don't want to be the unhappiest people in the room. Yeah. And so sometimes they will seek out other people to try to make them at least as unhappy as they are. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so stay away from the bickering couple. The second one we have on the list is the backstabbing couple. I I mean, I've seen this a lot um, where, again, like you, they walk into a party <laughs> mm-hmm. and they just come over and just talk shit about each other yeah about yeah it's, it's not really else. it's not really that the couple will stab you in the back right yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. they they stab each other in the back mm-hmm. yeah they you know she talks about his erectile dysfunction to make fun of him to all the other women yeah yes <laughs> and he complains about the weight she's gained to all the men um and that's in in I think women don't like to think that that's what their husbands say to other men. Mm-hmm. And I will say from a husband of someone, from the husband of someone that has taken care of themselves and got fit, I get husbands all the time with unfit wives, not making fun of their wife, mm-hmm. but bring it up like, yeah, I'm trying to get my wife to get back in the gym or, mm-hmm. or, or, and they almost like, what did you do to get Crystal in shape? And that's not what they say, <laughs> but, it almost but that's feels kind that of way. what it feels like. And it's, and it's like, well, I, I didn't do anything. It was, she started at first, uh-huh. but those are, those are some of the traits that you tend to see with, yeah. with the, with well, the backstabbing. Well, I think that, that is a, that's a, um, sticky question oh, or yeah. topic, you know, to, yeah. to talk about anyway. <laughs> with that and uh and them ask you because they are probably wondering yeah well what did you do mm-hmm. you know because it's hard for me to talk to her about this yeah so but yes but backstabbing couples yeah and you know it's the it's the girlfriend that you know constantly calls each other they call each other and just talk shit about their husbands mm-hmm. all the time and 
<laughs> you know, you can continue and continue to talk stuff about your partner and you're not doing anything about it. Well, and though. it's it's the it's the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me type of thing. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't continue and I don't know if, if these people want to look or feel like the victim. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to vent and complain about what my partner does all the time so people feel bad for me. Because that's not what happens. Yeah. I, it, when somebody continually complains to me about something their partner does, and I do the same thing when people complain about their job. Mm-hmm. Well, quit. Yeah. That's the same thing with marriage. That sounds awful. Well, quit. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't doing something to fix the situation, or have you talked to them about it? Have you sat down and approached the subject? Have you guys put a plan in place to make sure these things don't happen? Or do you just roll your eyes and start yelling and then have to bitch and moan and complain to everybody about mm-hmm. it? Um, because that's that's what we typically tend to see. And the people that do that with their partner tend to do that with a lot of other things in life as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it it's kind of falls into that realm of, uh, you know, everything's always somebody else's fault, not mine. But the the backstabbing piece is, you know, either either revealing something embarrassing, mm-hmm. or and I because th- I think it can go outside of the realm of just constantly complaining mm-hmm. about the partner. I think that it could. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a really good example of of what that of what that would or could look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely the feeling of you know that that partner doesn't have the other partner's back. Yeah. Well, and then it, it even makes you think like about, you know, if they're talking this much stuff about the person that should be their number one, mm-hmm. what what are they saying about you <laughs> yeah, or everybody else? Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it goes for just life in general mm-hmm. with people. But yeah, I think that the backstabbing, backstabbing couple, how, how do you think it, it like, could negatively affect? Well, and I, I think, <clears throat> I mean, anytime you're around that, I mean, that's, that's just. Well, it's uncomfortable. That, well, it, not just uncomfortable, that, that type of, I mean, and, and I think you hit on it. Based on what they're saying about their own partner, there's no telling what they're saying about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, if you have this inner circle of several couples' friends, because they're so free with the information about their own personal relationship, that's someone you can't confide in on any level. And mm-hmm. if you do make the mistake of doing that, chances are everybody else in the group is going to hear about your problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Which, of course, can negatively impact you know, your own relationship and things like that. And whenever it falls into that realm of complaining, what you typically, what you can see, and we, we've been through this, where... She complains about what the husband or husband isn't doing and then tries to throw it in his face, something that I've done for you. Yeah. It creates resentment. It creates jealousy. It creates an unhealthy level of competition. Mm-hmm. And it puts a strain on maybe not your own personal relationship, but at least that friendship with that other couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are in those dynamics that a lot of inner circle friends have... People have favorites and friends that are close to one another, and it can affect all those as well. Yeah. So there's a domino effect with it that can That's be pretty true. negative. Yeah, that is very true. The next couple that we have on the list is the cheated couple. Yeah, the, no, we were trying to figure out, is it cheating? Yeah, cheating or couple. Che- and it's like, or, well, no, most couples aren't like actively cheating on each both other. Both of the, At the them. same time. Yeah. But it's the the couple that has, one of them has been cheated on. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this this would kind of be the the fairly well e- either either they've been cheated on and haven't moved past it or they've been recently cheated on and it's still you think even you think just that you think just recently too because well, I no think I don't that, think just that that's why I uh, said I think either recently or it's happened and they haven't moved past it. Okay. I mean, I think, you well, know, we, we, we've, had, we've had friends who have gone through, and they weren't married, but they've gone through this challenge where, you know, basically one partner told us, you know what, I know what happened, I'm going to still pursue the relationship, and that's, that's on me, and I know what that mm-hmm. looks and sounds like. And I think in retrospect, 
even at the moment when they were telling us that, I didn't really know what to say. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I'm not going to say, well, you need to look. There's no advice you really need to give. Mm -hmm. They've obviously weighed out the pros and cons of staying or not, you know, staying or, or not pursuing the relationship and made the decision that, you know what, I, I, I know how this looks. You know, I know that this, there's been some kind of infidelity mm -hmm. and we have our own trust issues to work out now, but I'm not going to leave and walk away. Yeah. And if you didn't know that that would happen, realistically, if you know the couple, you wouldn't ever know that, known that that did happen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I know. That's you know? so true. And so I think that that that's so I wouldn't put them in this the category. same category. I know because it's and and I I don't want to think I don't want anybody to think that just because somebody's ever cheated on another person you shouldn't be friends with that couple anymore uh -huh. because that's I think what I just gave was a good example of how they chose to handle it. Uh huh. But, but they handled it correctly. But I've I've shared that story with you of that other couple that I knew in California where he got caught and uh -huh. she made him call and sit down and tell all of the inner circle group of friends what he did. And then she made him do that to her parents and to their kids. Oh my gosh. And while he was 100% wrong, he didn't even have sex with this woman. Oh my gosh. That was the other thing. Oh, yeah. Now I know we've talked about what I would still feel was cheating. Right. Cheating. And right. He, he crossed those lines, of course. Uh-huh. But it was very stupid. And how she handled it, what ended up happening is people ended up feeling sorry for him. Yeah. Because yeah, of I, what I she did I after would. she caught him. Yeah. I don't think that that's... I, you know, I think that... That's I'll, something you guys need to figure out. You don't need to drag everybody else into it. Yeah, and I think that a lot of women handle cheating that way. You know, they tell, they tell everybody about mm -hmm. it. And it's like, no... <laughs> Just keep that amongst yeah. yourselves. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to, if you are going to take the person back. And, and that's what you typically see nine times out of ten. Yeah. Is this blast of how worthless the partner is. And then, oh, hey, just want to let you know we're trying to work this out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because the person that cheated no longer is the bad guy uh -huh. at that point. Yeah. But, you know, obviously the, the toxicity that comes with the cheated couple is the strain that they now have in their own personal relationship um, to a certain degree can be kind of contagious. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think not that, only that, uh -huh. I think that, um, I think that like say a husband cheated on the wife and then, you know, you all got together as couples and then you see the husband looking at one of the other girls in the group mm -hmm. or, you know, and, and you're like, well, is he going to cheat yeah. on me with her now right. or what, you know, mm -hmm. or, oh, she looks well, so pretty tonight or, you know. Yeah. It, well, and it is, everything's going to end up leading into a fight revolved mm -hmm. around what happened. But even that aside, I think one of the, the, one of the more toxic pieces are. What do, if a woman's been cheated on, what is it that she usually tells her happily married girlfriends, you know, afterwards? It'll happen to you. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll do the same thing to you. And like, well, no, he won't. You're in, and they immediately over romanticize how their relationship was prior to the cheating. Uh -huh. And they, so that's their advice that's true, is yeah. you better lock your man down. You, you better be. I wish I would have been going through his phone two years before. I could have stopped this. And when the bottom line is you weren't going to stop it. It mm -hmm. was going to happen no matter what because you haven't been having sex. You're a bitch. He doesn't like you anymore. Whatever mix you want to throw in there, mm -hmm. that train was going to keep going on that track no matter what you did to try to derail it. But now. Unless you actually did something correct. Constructive for uh -huh. it, yeah. <laughs> but now instead of either realizing how to course correct or fix it or move past it, you want to try to take everybody else down with you. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought we were happy. I, we had this. You, you, it's going to happen to you too, girl. You better... All men are cheaters. I mean, you, mm -hmm. and that's where that type of stuff comes out. And I think that that's where it gets... It can... If somebody's not in a, a super strong relationship, it can create doubt, which mm -hmm. doubt's all it takes sometimes to start a pretty downward spiral. I know. In, well, in Dan cheated on Susie. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then you, you yeah. ca they cause another 
dumb little fight between you and your husband. Mm-hmm. And... Or even if the guy's like, well, yeah, she, Susie's a bitch. I, I don't blame you for cheating. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? You know? Yeah, <laughs> so I know. It can, it can cause all of that, those type That's of issues too. as well. I know. Um, so... If you have that cheated couple that everybody knows what has happened and what's going on, mm-hmm. just, you know, and, and it's, it, we're not saying to completely cut these people them. out of your life. Yeah. It's just be aware of the, what they can do, yeah, what the toxic well, behaviors can come about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, number four is the uncomfortable flirtatious couple. We don't mean the PDA lovey-dovey couple that no. is always no, kissing like, each oh, other. Yeah. yeah, it's not that. It's the one where everything, they sexualize the conversation to other people within the inner circle. Yeah. Uncomfortably. Yes. Well, and I think Not that- even, it's not them communicating with each other. Uh-huh. It's them... You know, I remember I was, I was at a party in Virginia, uh-huh. and we were there with... I wasn't married or dating or anything. I was there with some of my guy friends, and but we, there was a lot of couples there. And it was, I think it was around 4th of July. Anyway, they had, they had popsicles or something, and this girl was eating a popsicle. And a guy that was there with his wife that wasn't, oh my her husband was like, oh, hey, yeah, Bob said you don't have a gag reflex. That's looking really good over there. I like oh how you're, my you know, gosh. taking care of that, po- you know, and things like that. And, Everybody kind of like uncomfortably laughed it off, but then he he still kept going like, "Hey, do you want another popsicle? Can you can you have two popsicles at once?" Ah. And and just like things like that to where it was like, "Okay, at what point does somebody say say something? Mm-hmm. Stop, knock it off." And, and and the wife was just kind of like the the uncontrollable parent of a child or I'm sorry of the parent of an uncontrollable child in the grocery store that's not doing anything yeah she's just you know she's over there you know drinking her you know fourth glass of wine and just you know waving it off and like you're such an idiot shut up and oh my god you know and he's just he's just keeps going at it and and things like that Um, yeah no I one you wouldn't do that two if you did do that I would tell you, Seth, what the fuck are you doing? You're not, you're flirting with this chick. Is that really flirting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, and I think that's kind of an extreme example, but I think the. But I mean, it's happened though. mm -hmm. And obviously it does happen. Well, and, and here, you know, we, we recently were at a New Year's Eve party with Mm -hmm. a lot of other couples and. I, we we play we play this game when we all get together and it's called adult charades and it's mm-hmm. hilarious and it's <laughs> funny um, and it you know it can create some uncomfortableness that's hilarious <laughs> but I will say when somebody's doing charades and there is something sexual it's usually guys versus girls mm-hmm. the partner like if you know if and I, I don't even want to give the example of of what had happened but <laughs> anytime if you have some kind of sexual position type of charade card. And the girl's up there reading the card. She goes over to her husband yeah. to do the charade. Uh-huh. She doesn't pick another random husband in the room right. to perform oh the charade gosh. on. Could you imagine yeah. if a woman would have done that, though? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it's... And that's that's what you want to happen yeah. in those situations. Yes. You know, That's how you should keep it. But... Um, I'm trying to think of, of another time that that has has the overly flirtatious thing happened around us. Maybe not really necessarily maybe to us. I but. don't think to us. I think and I think that most of the time this is the guy that always does this. I don't know. I can't recall any times that I've like my whole life. Well, I don't know. We have that one individual that. Gets pretty overly flirtatious with the guys. Not out here. I don't want anybody that we know out here. Oh, like, Who gosh. is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Did your light yeah. bulb go uh, off? It did. And that's a girl. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah, that's very true. But that's usually when her husband's not around. That's true. Yeah. So I guess it's not really in the couple format. Yeah. She's just like that no matter what. Yeah. Um, She's like that with girls too, though. Guys and girls. Yeah. Both. Oh, yeah. She is. Uh-huh. You know, but I think that, you know, every, everybody's level of comfortability is, is different. I think that, um, you know, it, it, I, 
if I was, and you have never done this, and so I haven't, I fortunately have not been put in this position, but I've seen other women at gatherings we've had where, you know, girlfriend or whatever, somebody else's boyfriend has either, you know, been taking care of himself or something, and sh- this other girl talks about how good he's looking and then uses it as a disparaging, I wish my, I wish my, my man would do that. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that's kind of the backstabbing, but then there is still some of that flirtatious mm-hmm. kind of behavior to it, yeah. As well, I mean, we were at that one party in Colorado where the married couple was there, and the dude smacked that girl on the ass as hard as he could. Yeah, and I, I we didn't really know him huh. that well, and that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, that he did that to somebody else. Yeah. Um, that was really because uh, the, the first thing I, I was like if if he ever fucking does that to you, mm-hmm. it's going to be a brawl. Yeah. <laughs> right, I know. And so for me, I didn't trust that guy around anybody. Anybody Any, from yeah. that point. We well, didn't invite and, him over. I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, I know. And I think that um it doesn't have to be you know, around the couple, because I don't think his wife saw him do that. Oh, she had walked off. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it still makes it uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even and she if, had no clue. And I, I wonder if she thinks he acts like that. I know. Or, or if she just he, has no idea he does that yeah, at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. I know. So we've been around. We have been some around of the uncomfortable it. Yeah. Type of stuff. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I don't think we need to elaborate on the problems that can cause. Yeah, it's yeah, I know it's an issue. Yeah, I know it can cause anger, mm-hmm. <laughs> like how you, if that would have happened to me, yeah, it'd be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the n- number five is is the we need other couples couple. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about this from my last relationship perspective mm-hmm. that in my last marriage. We we did really well around other couples. Not so well around each other mm-hmm. and alone time with one another. But other couples that can't do things on their own with each other mm-hmm. always have to involve other couples in anything they do. Um, I, I think that from... And we've talked about this from other angles as well, but even from saying... Hey, would you like to go out to eat? Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Well, let's see what so and so's up to. See if they want to go too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, is my my time and my focus on you not good enough? You need other people. Are you afraid our conversation is going to be that boring? Yeah. And so I think that not only could that cause problems within your own relationship, but that ends up there. There can be some content involved, or I'm sorry, resentment involved, and a contention whenever it comes to you going outside of the group. If they're so focused on this is our group and this is we all have to do everything together and then you start doing your own thing, there's there can be problems with that yeah. from their perspective. Yeah, that's true too. I know. And I think that I think with that one people they well they start having to like have to have um I guess the other couple to do stuff with. And then sometimes maybe that other couple doesn't want to Mm -hmm. initially doesn't want to start doing this, you know, start hanging out all the time or, you know, going out every weekend, but then it turns into that. And then they get upset if they turn them down for Mm -hmm. us to say no. Oh yeah. Right. Well, and I know, (coughs) I know in my, in my last marriage, we, we had met another couple. I worked with the guy, and, and she hit it off with the girl. And it it was in the... We hung out with them a lot. And I mean a lot. And it was fun, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. But what I realized we did was we ignored the problems we had because we were trying to hang out with this other couple. Mm. And so it took the focus off of our own problems, which I think can sometimes be a very much needed break. Mm -hmm. But I realized, especially even looking back and maybe not so much in the moment, but I realized once it was over that we were just using that to prolong the inevitable that we, we can't really function that well together. Mm -hmm. Just alone. Yeah. Uh Just alone. And it was, and if we were alone, we were talking about them. 
Uh, you know, yeah. and it, it really just kind of became um, a, kind of another Band-Aid mm-hmm. on a you know open wound. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. I know. Well, and I think that, I think that probably, there is probably a lot of couples that do fall into this category because they do, you know, just want to have fun with other couples. Mm-hmm. And probably they Well, and do. we do too. I love hanging out with other couples. Yeah. But we don't do that. We don't... We, of course, have plenty to talk about and plenty to do by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't need other couples to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that doesn't mean that, you know, everyone... All of our friends out there, that we do want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need you too. <laughs> that's, that's not what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. But we... Yeah, we, we have... You have to find, you know, we always say it, you have to have some, enough in common mm-hmm. to be able to not have to have that other couple. Well, and this, this is where, whenever I look at my last relationship again, when, when we did fall apart, the couples we did hang out with were like, what? Mm-hmm. We had no idea. And it's well because we, we only showed you what we wanted to see. And, and if you're seeking out that other couple functionality, to put that band-aid over your own relationship so you can still be together but not really have to deal with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. It was, you know, I had, I I basically, we wanted to hang out with him so much because I had a lot in common with him and he and I got along. And it was almost like he and I were dating and her and her were dating. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so it, was, it wasn't like, you know, her and I were on the same page and now we found another couple that's on the same page as us. Uh-huh. Um, it would be like, I mean, it's like when we go out with, with Mike and Angie, uh-huh. we, you and I, are still the team, and Mike and Angie are still their team. Yeah. Now Mike and I have good conversation, and you and Angie have good conversation. Uh-huh. But then we all have good conversation. Yes. To all of us too. Right. Uh-huh. And there's a there's a much more mutual level playing field in that type of couple to couple relationship than than it would be if you know we we went out to go to dinner and. You know, Mikey and I sat next to each other and just were involved in each other for three hours while you guys were involved with each other for three hours. Mm -hmm. And then we got in the car and we didn't say anything on the way home. And then we went to bed and took a shower and rolled over and our backs to each other and didn't talk. And, hey, when when are we going to go hang out with Mike and Angie again? Yeah, that's weird. And that's where it's it's a problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, and, And a lot of that, you don't know that that's... If you're that couple that is just friends with other couples and, you, of course, you're still focused on your relationship, you don't know that that's what other couples do. Yeah. And so you may not know that you're their Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. And so this may be a hard one that you may not even know it's it's toxic. And, and maybe it's not necessarily as toxic as some of the others we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think <clears throat> there's definitely an, an awareness factor that you may have. Yeah, that's very true. I know. But what ultimately ends up happening is at some point in time, and it's usually the woman... We'll tell the other woman we're having some problems. Mm-hmm. And then that blows your your perception of that couple because yeah. you, you think, oh, was... we have so much in common with this couple. Yeah. We love spending time with you. We, you know, we've had dinners with you. We've gone to movies. We've gone on vacations. And now we find out that you know he cheated on you and you're having all these issues and you guys haven't had sex in six months. And, and then it opens this floodgate that really kind of pulls off the curtain and you find out who's behind who's behind it and mm-hmm. it's and then it makes it uncomfortable then it makes it uncomfortable yeah yeah Jeez. and so th- so that that's when i think it becomes kind of toxic yeah because then, it becomes and that's toxic where the later. that's where the choosing the sides starts to come in oh i know you yeah know? that's yeah i know anytime you're with another couple where you 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 your partner feel like you have to pick a side that that's a problem yeah especially if you and your partner don't agree on whose side you pick uh-huh oh i know yeah that's true <laughs> uh the next one number six is the on again off again couple Ugh. just freaking end it yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're gonna keep going back and forth mm-hmm. what is the freaking point i don't know i mean i guess you know there's some people where it's like well, I guess if they're going to be with, the, you know, an idiot, I would rather them be with the idiot that I like. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're really that unhappy, you know, every every three months. Well, and, that, and that's the, the typical pattern of behavior from a on-again, off-again couple is 
It starts off harmless enough from just the perspective of dating. They're they're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> something happens where they break up, and one of them tries to move on, but they still stay in contact with one another. That and, and that's something I, I never really related to because I was not I didn't do that. I wasn't one of those people that. Well, you said well in like high school you did. You said that you, um, you know, kind of were on and on. I think with one of your yeah. first loves or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like that was, I guess, I mean, it's high school. Yeah. But I, since I became an adult, I was never Yeah. like, well, I still really want to be friends. I, didn't, I don't want a, a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I, I didn't really understand that dynamic of how, well, it's like, well, you guys broke up. How, how did you get back together? Mm-hmm. Well, we've still been talking. About what? Yeah. Why are you still talking to this person? And so I didn't... Well, even in high school, I thought that, though. Oh, Why really? Why are you still yeah. talking to them? And, and so I'm always like, well, that, that, that takes an effort that you're putting into a non-relationship, which if you would have just made that effort when you were together, maybe you wouldn't have broke up in the first place. And and so you see them kind of date, and it's like, well, they've changed, or this is happening, or, and then ultimately they they get together, they break up, they get back together, they break up, they get back together, they get married, mm-hmm. thinking that the married piece is going to keep them from breaking up again. Yeah. And it's like, no, it doesn't. I know. And then it's like, well, instead of breaking up, let's just have a kid and see if that. Oh God. Helps it. Yeah. But that yeah that that on again off again couple. Um. Depending on how they act in their off again phase, can cause issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we we've been in in some, or I say we, but I, I know you've been part of some pretty, I say rough conversation. I don't know if it's rough, but you know, you know, the couples around us, they've been on again, off again, and now they're on again. But then the girl sharing her off again story of how she hooked up with a dude mm-hmm. when they were, you know, on their off phase, and she's at the party with her boyfriend again yeah talking about the sex she had with a the random dude, dude during her off phase and it's like okay this is not this is not gonna end well yeah you know? yeah that is uncomfortable too i think that all of these all of these just are couples, so uncomfortable yes too. very uncomfortable i guess especially uncomfortable for for someone that that really loves their partner and mm-hmm. well and because the, the people that are going through those these these their own toxic relationships like these mm-hmm. they they make uh very generalistic assumptions that all couples go through this stuff mm-hmm. yeah they and do. well i'm sure at one point in time you guys were on again off again well no we've just been on <laughs> yeah that's it uh-huh you know well you know i'm sure you know one of you said something inappropriately at a party when you were drunk that was cross the line of flirtatious with somebody else nope yeah not 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 where she saw <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, that, that hasn't happened. And so I think that when you start looking at those things, but that's what people tend to do. They tend to think that, well, this is something that happens to everybody. Um, and, and that's why they either think it's okay to continually talk about it or to work through their problems in this kind of group setting mm-hmm. which is not good for it's not good for them and it's not good for everybody else in the group i know yeah it shouldn't be group therapy it's you know it's group fun time i know yeah well and i think that they it probably is their own way to get some type of therapy though mm-hmm. too because they're just like well i want you know i want a better relationship and you know we go to these fun things and I wish we could have this much fun just with us. Right. But we don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they, of course, have to seek out other couples. Yeah. Uh, number seven is the high-stress couple. This couple is so annoying. <laughs> well, we can't have annoying li- people on the list. I know. <laughs> That's true. So we got to show why it's toxic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you know, this is that. I think every inner circle or group of friends has this couple that's mm-hmm. in there. Everything's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, one of them is always, they're the ones whose kid is always sick with something. Mm-hmm. And 
they act like whatever they're sick with is this most rare, uncurable disease that anyone's ever heard of when it's the common cold. <laughs> um, they're the ones that always have problems at work or change employments or it's just they 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 view themselves as the underdog. They view themselves as the odds are stacked against us mm-hmm. and we're powering through. But if you really look it's We're powering through, but they don't but they, they don't, don't power strong through. Enough to power yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you you start to kind of peel back the layers, you realize that every single one of these stressful situations they're in was one hundred percent self induced. Mm-hmm. Um and you're like, why are you so stressed out? Yeah. The the problem and and the 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 toxicity piece of this is the expectations they may have on the other friends in the relationships that are in their inner circle mm-hmm. of helping them out mm-hmm. or being there for them or you know whatever. I mean, and 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 and, and even to kind of even go go into that realm of well we have all these friends and and we really expected somebody to step up to the plate and watch our kids for a week so we could go take a vacation to Hawaii you know or so like like it's the group's responsibility to make them have a better life yeah you know to find that babysitter for them yeah <laughs> and it's like no mm-hmm. um but this this high stress couple uh, and sh- stress is once again, it's it's a spreading disease like cancer. Where once somebody starts doing this stressful stuff, it can really kind of bleed off on other people. Yeah, and and that that can once again negatively impact your own relationships and things like that. And it's just you know get them out of there. You guys go figure out your own shit. Control your stress levels. Get everything fixed, which we all know they never will. I know. And then you know maybe one day we can hang out again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know. The number eight is the distant couple. I uh, I like this one. I like this one because I think that, well, I don't like that couple, but <laughs> it's it's the couple that always basically has their own life of their own, not distant from the the, the group, group of couples distant from one another but distant from one another the couple that is always trying to you know do stuff with the girls or this may be the couple that shows up to the event or the birthday party separately yes yes yeah that is that's definitely and i'm not saying that if you've ever done that that means you're that couple but mm-hmm. i will say that's a common trait in that couple that i've seen uh-huh is I oh know. well he's 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 a, he's doing fantasy football today and that's going until 2, and so the birthday starts at 2, so he'll be here about 2.30. So we just drove separate cars. Uh-huh. Um, which you may not think too much about. Uh-huh. But at then first. you realize, Yeah, at first. But then you realize, well, that's, that's how they are with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of them may come to an event, and the other one doesn't show up. Or, yeah. And when they do, they aren't really, you know, this couple, you won't really see holding hands or... Yeah, they're you know, completely distant yet. from each other. Completely... Yep. And borderline <laughs> disgusted with each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> by each other. Uh, we've seen this firsthand, I guess, more kind of recent. Not recent, recent, not within the last year, but where a couple, um, the woman would, you know, come to a couple of our little oh, parties by and stuff by herself. Leave the kid, um, leave the husband home to watch the kid. With the kid, because she needed the break. Uh huh. Yeah. And she would go out and do her thing, like <clears throat> going, literally going out and going to concerts or mm-hmm. going to the club or whatever, and leaving her husband at home. Spoiler alert: This ended in divorce. Yeah, by the way, exactly. So no shocker there. You you can't you can't act single Mm-mm. and stay married. It doesn't work. No. Um, but that, that's what—that's another trait you tend to see with the distant couple is they act single. Mm-hmm. That maybe they act single on social media. Maybe they act single when they're together. <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah. Maybe this person is that uncomfortably flirtatious individual. Yeah. Who's making those comments? Uh-huh. Um, if you're flirting enough with your partner, you're not going to want to flirt with other people. Mm-mm. But I think that acting single is a piece of that—that that distant couple kind of equation that you'll—you'll you'll tend to see. 
Yeah, I know. I think that you should you should want to do stuff with your partner, with other couples, and if you if your partner can't do it, then neither should you. Mm-hmm. I think that's well, and and I, I I say that with the flirtatious and the distant thing, and, and you you talking about that made me made me think. I had this guy that was I was in the navy with that he was married uh-huh. and had a had a child, and the couples would all go out, and he would go out with us by himself, and uh, one night he got his hands on a water gun, and started one of the guy's wives had on a white t-shirt and he started spraying her shirt with the water gun to see her boobs through her shirt oh my gosh and was trying to play it off like he was just joking but it was it it was all of what we it was you know those things we were talking about it was this overly flirtate and he was senior to this guy and so the guy didn't really know how to handle it he was like do i say something do and Unfortunately, I was the one that said something, and then he, the guy I was trying to defend, his wife, went back and stabbed me in the back and said, "Well, I never complained about that. That was we we knew he was joking. We were, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Oh my god! You know, so that, oh, that that was irritating. when I decided to quit helping. Yeah, I bet <laughs> helping out. I was like, "All right, well, you're on your own then." Jeez, your wife's over at my house crying about what he did to her and. You're talking about how you want to kick his ass, and so I'm finding like, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm going to do something about it and say something about this, and then you back up. And he ended up apologizing to the guy with the squirt gun for getting him in trouble oh my God. by throwing me under the bus and saying, well, "I never, I never, I didn't complain about it." And but anyway, but that <laughs> was shitty. that was part of that that uncomfortable flirtatiousness and that distant uh-huh. couple. He acted that way because he didn't take his wife around with him. Jeez. And then that was the level of its own toxicity right there uh-huh. because just one of it wasn't even a couple that was toxic. It was him <laughs> that yeah. was toxic and caused all kinds of problems. Jeez, that's crazy. So number nine is the jealous couple. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. not jealous like, like we're jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like... With jealousy, well, I, I, I saw some the other day, like that, you know, oh, I'm not jealous or something, I'm territorial. Right. And uh, it's like, well, okay, yeah. But, but yeah, not like with us being not, jealous. Not that like, you're jealous that somebody's talking or hitting on your partner. Mm-hmm. We mean that the couple, them, the couple themselves are jealous of other couples. Yes. They're jealous of, and maybe it's... Uh, I've had too much root beer. What what is it? Maybe they're jealous of materialistic things. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. they're jealous of the relationship you have. Maybe they're jealous of the kids you have. Maybe they're they're jealous of the way that the other couple looks or mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but anytime you have that jealous couple, the way that a lot of people tend to deal with jealousy is unfortunately. They, especially from that aspect, when you see somebody, you know, I'll, I'll just say when you see somebody doing better than you and, and whatever that doing better is, maybe, maybe they take care of themselves better. Maybe they have more money. Maybe they have a better relationship, whatever it is. But when you see somebody doing better than you, unfortunately, instead of saying, Hey, what are you doing right? Because I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. You try to poke holes in it and bring them down yeah. by a lot of times any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, well, and then, and then they will end up like talking stuff about you to the other couples mm-hmm. or something, you know, because they, yeah. I mean, who knows, who knows the reason, reasons why they could be jealous yeah. of you. Yeah. There's multiple different reasons, but you just, those people are, are, I think they're very toxic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But it, this is probably one of the, the worst ones, uh-huh. um, because they will, they will really go go to any length necessary, and I think that when we have dealt with this, mm-hmm. we've made the decision to leave the circle altogether. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we don't need. We we know we can be happy on our own. Yeah, we'll find other couples that we like and get along with that aren't going to act like you. Aren't going to act like that and and love each other the way that we love yeah. each other. <laughs> and so we 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 don't have any problems. 
packing up and moving on. Yeah, you can get yeah. out. <laughs> need your need your negativity up in here. <laughs> I know. Oh well, I was gonna say um, about the jealous couple too. It, they could be the 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 couple that like one ups. The it, well, it's the keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Um, and 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 you know, trying to one up or trying to come up with something to brag about themselves. Um, and it's not that the couple they're jealous of brags about what they've done or what they have. They tend to just see their success as, well, they're just rubbing up my face. And it's like, well, no, they're not. They're just who they are. Uh-huh. You are just kind of admitting to yourself that you have loser qualities and you're upset about that. Well, I think the biggest thing is that for other couples to celebrate each other's success. Mm-hmm. And everything, and instead of instead of trying to keep up with the Joneses, yeah, and okay, sure, go ahead. You can you can try to well, you can keep up mm-hmm. at, at what cost, really? But good for you, yeah. You know, I mean, I think that like you have a different opinion, kind of on that, like with um, with kind of if they if they really can't or shouldn't keep up with the joneses <laughs> everybody's in different situations mm-hmm. that you you have to realistically look at your current lot in life and if you're happy with that what somebody else has shouldn't make you unhappy with what you have mm-hmm. but what you tend to see is um you know when you're like oh hey yeah check this out we got a we 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 you know we just spent some money and got our kitchen remodeled mm-hmm. and then a week later they're like and and they're congratulatory they're like oh it looks really nice but then you can tell it eats at them because then a week later they're like oh hey look at the new car we bought and it's like well you can't afford that new car mm-hmm. why why did you go get the new car um because they have to feel like they've accomplished something as well mm-hmm. when that's not how it is. You don't. You don't have. I don't care. I'm not going to be like, oh damn, we spent all this money on a kitchen, but they got a new car. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. <laughs> it's so I don't. I don't understand why people come at it from that angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's some pretty severe cases of this. You know, I was telling you about this. 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 Uh, I knew this, this guy, and when I was in the, well, I wasn't in the military anymore, but we were all connected through the military. <clears throat> Through the military, and one of them, you know, he was on 100% disability and milking the government for everything they had and still was working for the government. So he was like triple dipping into money. Jeez. And he was single, so he had all kinds of disposable income. Mm-hmm. So he went out and bought a brand new house. And then this other couple that, you know, were older but felt like they should have more success were like, well, we can get a new house too. So they go out and they buy a new house. And then he goes out and he gets a a new pop-up tent trailer because he wants to start... Oh, I'm sorry. He gets a new Chevy or new Dodge truck with a Hemi in it. Oh, yeah. So then the other guy goes out and buys the exact same truck. Gosh. Like, And these are like weeks apart. Oh, my gosh. And then, the, then the first guy is like, well, I'm going to start camping. I'm going to go get a pop-up trailer. So then the second guy goes out and buys a pop-up trailer. Uh-huh. And then the first guy's like, you know what? I think I would like an RV instead. Mm-hmm. So then the other guy goes out and gets an RV. Now, meanwhile, the first guy is not in debt. Now, but the second, the guy and his wife are up to their eyeballs in debt because they're trying to keep up to materialistically show their worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was involved in that group, and I, as another couple that was getting into the, the this couple that was getting into the pop up tents and the RVs, they were getting rid of their old stuff. So I was just taking the hand me down. So I took their <laughs> massive tent. <laughs> And that's what Seth and I would use to oh, go camping. Oh, wait. Do we still have that? No, huh? Oh, okay. We just have other... I, uh, I left bread in it. Yeah, I have all the other equipment, but uh, uh-huh, I left yeah. bread in the floor and squirrels ate through the bottom oh, of it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because I was never like... I knew at that point in time, they were all, you know, 12 to 20 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to keep up. I just... I knew I would have fun... With a tent, <laughs> I don't need a pop up. I already had a Dodge truck at the time. I didn't need that, and uh-huh. you know, we we had a little house. I didn't need anything bigger, and and I think that once again, you know, we've talked about being patient. Mm-hmm. Where non jealous people are are patient. We don't have to go out and get something that somebody else has to try to validate our existence mm-hmm. or try to validate our success um, or anything. Yeah. And, and so even from my 
most unsuccessful times in my life to my most successful times that you know we're having now, I still have the same mindset. There's always yeah. people that are more successful than me. Yeah. There's always people with a nicer house and a nicer car and more money than me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not jealous, jealous of, of them. them. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, go out. I, I'm not. Gonna, I would rather have more money in my savings account than a nice car sitting in my garage. Yeah, I know. And and I think that 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 patience and that mindset. You know, is the the tortoise and the hare. You know, at some point in time, you're going to end up winning the race uh-huh. if you're just patient with it. But if you start, you know, blowing everything early on out of sheer jealousy and trying to keep up with somebody, you're you're only hurting yourself. You're mm-hmm. not. Nobody else is. Nobody's looking at that situation, saying, "You know what? I thought guy A did a really good job, but you know, guy B doing the exact same thing. You have my respect too." <laughs> nobody's, nobody says that. Right. It's just like everybody. When this was happening, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh." What and we would joke with the first guy. You should go out and just do something completely outlandish just to see if he'll do it. Uh-huh. Like go. I think I told him you should go out and get a boob job. Just get fake boobs just to see if he'll get fake boobs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like, what can you do to push it? Well, the same thing. He first guy bought a collectible car. Uh-huh. Second guy bought a collectible car. God. Then he got a project car. Then second guy got a project car. Then he started entering it in car shows. Then it's the guy two. I mean, it was you knew exactly what guy two was going to do. Uh-huh. Two weeks later, based on what guy one did, it was the worst case of keeping up with the Joneses I'd ever seen. I wonder, like, okay, is it like, do you think, I mean, I think at first it could probably be a little bit flattering, like, oh, like, I guess they really look up to us. But then eventually it just gets irritating. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why do these people keep doing this? Yeah. Gosh, I could not imagine, like, with... With the cars and yeah and everything. Well, and you're health. funny because you you get irritated real quick with somebody just doing. I know something remotely similar <laughs> to what you know, especially when it comes to me. Uh-huh. When I don't think I do with myself. Yeah, though. you don't with yourself, mm-hmm. but you do with me. Yeah, I'm like no, he's not like you. <laughs> yeah, you're funny with that. I know. I <laughs> well, I know that my husband is someone special and. Not just some idiot off the street. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one, uh, number 10, is the lying couple. And of course, you know, I think that you, this is a no-brainer, duh. You don't want to keep liars around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people that are lying to each other or... You know, telling you to keep secrets about them, or I mean, yeah. anything. Any they they lie to each other. They collectively lie to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, they they hide things. They lie to people that should be close to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's some pretty severe pathological. I mean, we we've seen people that it's like, why why even lie about that? Yeah. There's there was no reason to lie. The truth was. 100% perfect in that situation, and you you had to lie. You yeah. don't need to lie. Uh-uh. Um, you know, and that's the... the Once again, it's kind of like the backstabbing thing. There's no telling what they're lying to you about. And the, the big problem is you could get caught up in their lie, mm-hmm. even completely unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may be, hey, you know, I've, I've, I've I've said this and done that, and if anybody asks, I need you to cover for me. Yeah, you know, like like almost setting up an alibi. Yeah. Um, well, I have been yeah, in that situation, yeah. and that sucked. Mm-hmm. That really sucked, and I wasn't about to to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. But the the problem with that one was the other person when I tried to tell them the truth. Yeah. You know that I. You know, I'm not lying to you. Right. They didn't believe me. Right. That I wasn't lying. Uh-huh. No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I understand why you lied for her. And yeah. So I'm and like, like I no, lying. I'm not lying. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Well, and, and people want to believe what they want to believe sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the lying thing, of course, is just something to completely avoid. And, yeah. and getting getting caught up in their lies and... Covering for them or being part of that lie is is just all around bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had I had expressed concern to you about I think the same person you're talking about where it was like, well, 
My fear is them lying to their partner by inadvertently throwing you under the bus to try to get them to cover for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then that would create stress for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, that was a big concern. And that, that, that's concern when you have somebody that's a liar around because mm-hmm. you just, you don't know what they're going to lie about next. You don't I know, know what problem's going to come up, what's going to happen. And, and it's almost kind of like a disease. They can't help themselves. They just have to lie about. Yeah. You know, once again, things you don't need to lie about. Yeah. And then one lie turns into another lie and turns into a bigger lie. And then, mm-hmm. then they don't know what the heck they're lying about. Yeah. <laughs> and then they look, they end up looking, looking like idiots because they can't freaking get their own factual lies straight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and most of us know they're lying while they're lying. Yeah. That that's the funny thing is, they think that we're all as stupid as they are. Yeah. And it's like no, we all, we all know you're lying. We just we just go along with it and okay. let you keep lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So I think that about wraps it up. Um, one through ten. So. If there's any other couples we can't we didn't think of or missed? Let us know. I'd like yeah. to know if there's could the list be twice as long or there you know everybody base these type of things on their own personal experiences and we that's what ours is limited to on uh-huh. what we've been around either together or previously you know in our other our own other relationships that were toxic but you know if we miss something i'd like to know what else i know what I'm other sure there couples. is other yeah. stuff mm-hmm. i think we covered quite a bit of stuff though and i think that it was definitely a lot to talk about yep for for all of the just these 10 mm-hmm. you know yeah. but yeah if you do have more reach out and let us know um but as always thank you for listening um don't forget to like us on facebook facebook subscribe to our youtube channel uh, follow us on instagram soundcloud itunes and all of that and we will talk to you next week thanks